I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Courtney Robertson, and I was the most notorious villain in Bachelor history. A lot has changed since then. I got married and I'm a mom to two amazing kids. Every week, I'm going to be talking to other reality stars about what happens when the cameras stop rolling, and you have to figure out what to do after reality. Welcome back to Courtney's Corner. Thanks for stopping by. So people always ask me if I made any friends on my season of The Bachelor, and I think it comes from the villain edit and also the title of my book, I Didn't Come Here to Make Friends, of course. I mean, that was a joke. But I do think some people take it seriously. (laughs) But I did make friends with a handful of the girls, uh, a bunch of producers, and even my bachelor's sister. Uh, Yeah, that's right. When we broke up, that was probably the hardest part for me because we had become very close. Uh, We definitely still stay connected after all these years. We send each other Christmas cards. We talk mom life. She's got two kids as well. So, But today's guest was the best thing to come out of my time on The Bachelor It's my best friend, Amy Bean, a former producer on The Bachelor and many, many other shows, which we're going to talk about that. Uh, She's a lot of fun and has some great stories to share. So let's get to her. Hey, girl. Hey. 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 Thanks for having me. Wow. Oh, happy to have you. What else did I miss? What shows did I miss? You did uh, America's Got Talent. um, Yes. Let's see. You did Bachelor Pad, Bachelor. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. America's Got Talent. How was that? Oh, that was that was actually one of my favorites to work on because of the t- amount of talent that you go through. You're just like, oh my god, you really are a legit magician, or like you have the smartest kid. You know, you're talking to, and you're like, you're smarter than me. <laughs> um, so that was cool. But I think like, oh, better late than never. That's oh yes. Really- that was hilarious. That was like one of the best shows ever. I did it with Jason Ehrlich, who's at The Bachelor now. He's sort of the EP over there. But um, he and Michael Mazzara, I don't know if you remember him. Oh, I remember him. He got me in some hot water. Yeah, he's a funny one. Love Michael. I'm actually working with him on a personal project right now. But so we went out to Southeast Asia with George Foreman, Terry Bradshaw, Henry Winkler. And Which one was your favorite? Oh, William Shatner. Yeah, William Shatner. Oh, he was funny. He was like, uh, one day, you know, he's he's old, but he still got it. He came up to me. He's like, oh, hey, sorry. I thought you were my wife. And I was oh. like, whoa. 
<laughs> just kidding. I think he just went up to outer space or something. He did. Yeah. Jason took him to outer space. Wild. No he way. Does not stop. Yeah. I saw um, that and I was like, you're too old to be going. Get down on earth. You, you can't yeah. be going out to outer space. It's like, I'm out of here, people. I can't stand you. No, he's he's actually really funny, really smart. He's He's got it. He's still got it. And then George Foreman, he's like a big teddy bear. I feel like he was like, I saved his life one day, Courtney. I don't know if I told you, but. No, I want to hear. He's like, just like a big old teddy bear walking around. And one day he tripped over a lighting cord and basically it was like <laughs> timber on me. And I'm like. So I like put my foot in front of me and my back foot on me. And I just like, I like grabbed him and I, I saved him from falling. It was wild. He's like, you saved my life. So I'm like, George Foreman. Yeah. Invoice me. Silver alert. <laughs> well, that was cool because you did a lot of traveling. And so I wanted to start off by saying that growing up, I always felt uh, like the bad influence on my friends. I was always the one that was like, let's do it. And then mm-hmm. I meet Amy Bean in on my season of The Bachelor, and I felt like I met my match. She was yeah. a handler at the time and then went on to be a producer for many years. But um, it was almost down to hometowns, and I went up to one of the top, top executive producers, and I said, if I'm going to do this, I need Amy Bean with me. Because everybody, you are everybody's favorite. Like, you'd help the girls get dressed and pick out their clothes, which, by the way, I have to ask, do you ever, like... In- you know, because you're there to help kind of stir the pot. Is there ever like a time where you're like, yeah, you should wear that. That looks great. And you're like, ooh. No, because I I genuinely feel like I'll tell you, like I've stirred the pot a little bit, but like not with how you feel. I think everybody should feel their best because then you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, I was actually on The Bachelor years ago. And that's I really- what I wanted to talk about is yeah. your start with reality TV and how you got into producing. Yeah, I do remember like not feeling comfortable when I was there. And I was like, I just, that's the thing is like, as soon as people feel comfortable, they just are themselves. And that's really what you want. You've got hours of footage. You could literally make anybody anything, right? Like you've so many, so many hours of footage. So I think as long as someone is comfortable being themselves and not a nervous wreck like I was, then they will be good TV. And I always, I'm like so bummed with myself. I'm like, if I would have just been comfortable and been myself, I would have been married to Brad Womack, you know, like, no, I'm kidding. I didn't, I, I went on for Brad Womack, but um, remember he didn't choose anybody. And then who'd you get? I, was yours like the I prince? The, no, I got the British guy, Matt oh. Graham. With How- its lowest rated season ever. And Mike Fly still loves to tell me that. He's like, you were the lowest rated season ever, you know? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and your exit was that you could still find it somewhere on the internet. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can't find it anywhere. It's amazing. You swiped that shit. And so you go on Matt Grant's season and you're, one of your best friends, Kelly, is like was on the show with you, which is so cool because I feel like I met my best friend on the show and that was like the win-win. But um, so how did you get into producing from going on the show? I believe Mike Fleiss played a role and a big role in in helping you get your start. Yeah, I was at the right place at the right time. Um, I, I I lived in San Diego at the time. I tried to forget about going on. I was like so embarrassed. I um, was like, what did I do? What did I say? And really, I didn't even make TV, so I shouldn't have been worried about anything. But um, I was at Sean Merriman's party. He's a football player for the Chargers. And he had a white party. And this guy comes up to me and he's like, Amy Bean, oh my God, do you remember me? I'm like, no, I met a thousand people there, like from The Bachelor. Sorry. And he's like, what? I'm Mike Fleiss. I'm like, who's that? I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) He's like, I created the show. And I'm like, BS. And he's like, no, really. So I Googled him and I spelled his name wrong. And he was like, you spelled my name wrong. 
<laughs> so then I, he's like, I love San Diego because he loved the Chargers, but he's like, I hate the hotels here. Like, I'm like, oh my God, my friend just, I mean, the hard rock just opened. Like I call my friend, I get him a penthouse suite. <laughs> Renovu dinner. I like hook up, you know, I'm like, guys, my place, the crew, the patch was there. And he was like, you're an operator. Like you should be working for us. And I was like, well, I've got to finish school. I'm, you know, I'm not going to be available, you know, for the summer or whatever. And then he's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll have my assistant give you a call. I'm not kidding you that Monday I got a call from Tanya and she was like, Hey, this is Tanya from Mike Fleiss's office. Uh, we wanted to send an interview with you. And I literally walk into these beautiful. Okay, so I, I drive down from San Diego, my little Saturn, and I pull up to the bachelor offices. And by the way, I was just on the season before and I get in this beautiful office. All the producers are like, who the fuck, why is she here? You know? And I was there because uh, I love you so much, but, um, yeah, I was, I, I pull in and everyone's like, you know, why is Amy being here? And I'm like, it's like the little sister sort of thing. And, uh, Mike flies, pulls me in and he's, you know, got the director in there and he's got the line producer. And I just remember, cause I was a nanny at the time. And he's like, all right, Amy Bean, this is your job interview. And I was like, all right, guys, there's no job above or below me. You know, I'm a nanny. I like, you know, change diapers every day. I'm happy. I'm just happy to be here. Uh, I'm, you know, a communications major and I'm ready to work. They're like, can you go to Hawaii in August? Or like, in, can you go to Hawaii in September? And I said, sure. And I did. I went to high school reunion with my first PA job and that's how it started. And then I worked on The Bachelor. I was handing out walkies to people the next season on Jason Mesnick's season. And I was driving, you know, 15 passes, like with like tons of crew in it. And they're like, this fucking cast member's here. But (laughs) (laughs) did you feel like you had to like earn your stripes in a way? Like so people would take you seriously? Yes, that's right. So I, I have... I'm a worker. Like I, my, my ex-boyfriend told me I work her hands. How embarrassing, but like, um, <laughs> I, I do, I like to work. I'm like, I've got a big work ethic. And so for me, it was like, again, there's no job above or below me. I'm happy to do it all. And I'm happy to be there. I've, you know, got a lot of energy and, um, I became you have the most energy. I wish I could just bottle it up and sell it because, and you helped me out a lot on the show. And I remember after my season, I told producers, she is the hardest working person I have seen, you know, because some of the people were lazy and I felt like you were picking up the slack <laughs> for other people. So I You're like so talked funny. a little shit to the one of the top EPs. I'm like, you guys got to promote her. She is no. gold. You're, that is an amazing start. And then you and Mike became friends for a long time. And I mean, yeah. but look at this, like transformed your life. I mean, now here you are going to England. She just got back from England filming yeah. a show and yeah, you're an say- executive producer. I mean, I'm on the way. I'm a co-executive producer mainly, but yeah, I've done a few of my own shows. Um, but yeah, so I do feel like say yes to everything. And that's my problem though, is I say yes and then I'm overwhelmed. You know, I'm like, I'm doing too much, but I, there's, you know, I just, I, I'm thankful. I love this career choice. I had no idea it could be a job. And I really do. I'm a, I'm a viewer. I love watching these shows, you know? So I'm like, uh, I'm and I'm curious too. So when I'm doing the interviews, I I'm like I'm I don't shy away from a question. I'm like, let's go, you know, like tell me. And then I'll sit there and it's an awkward pause. And they're like, they, then it's like someone's either crying and I'm crying in an interview with them because you just I feed off emotion. And so I don't know. I just I really do love my job. I think it's fun. Wow, that's really inspiring for people who are maybe thinking about getting into production and that kind of stuff. I know the market the market's a little bit tricky right now with the writer strike and all that stuff, but. Um, so I love this story about night one. That's when we first met and you got to tell it. 
I was going to bring it up. So here comes Courtney Robertson in this like Dolce Gabbana black slick dress, so hot, black hair. And and I've done a few row ceremonies, you know, in my day. And and she's the only one to ever bring a purse and like have a purse with her, with her like things in her purse. Like you put your lip gloss like over behind a plant or something, you know, Courtney had all her things with her. And I'm like, I literally am like, where is she going? Like every <laughs> I was walking around night one with my purse on. <laughs> Get comfortable. Like, come on, you're staying. Don't you want to stay? Like, you don't pack in your things all the time. You are always very particular about your space, your things. And not that, like, you know, you're like, you just, you are a creature of habit. And this was very new for you. You, <laughs> you know, and as soon as Courtney said, they were like, everyone's like, what do you do on first night? Courtney's like, I'm a model. Everybody just got the claws out. And it was a TV show. I was like, oh, here we go. And Courtney doesn't play, you know? I think you're the sweetest, best person. Honestly, I love everything about you. I didn't you to say that. No, you and I lived down the street from each other in Santa Monica. That's how we became so close. But we also like hit it off. Like I like people that are so themselves. Like, like you can't, you know, you're not going to put up with shit. Like mm-hmm. call me, don't talk shit about me. You know what I mean? I'm, like, I'm the same way. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I'm going to nudge you back. So you don't stop talking shit. And then that is so funny. I totally forgot that. And you reminded me like about night one. And, but you know, I was just so thankful to have you there. And then we go to Switzerland. That's a good story. So I feel like Amy and I were always getting in trouble. First of all, before hometowns, Amy probably had somebody come visit her at the hotel. And I, and you know, I checked the phone because they always unplug the phones. And I, I made it start making phone calls. And then my, my wings got clipped real quick. And I felt I have a night, you know, I'm like, Oh, I got a hotel room in Brentwood. This is amazing. You know, call one of my hot surfers over whatever. And then here I get a phone call at the front desk. That's like, Hey, uh, Courtney is making phone calls from her room. I'm like, what? This is not allowed. This is not allowed. <laughs> so that phone was taken quick. And then I got you in trouble, but I felt like, and that's what I love about our friendship is we do get in a little bit of trouble, but now we're both moms, which Amy oh had our second baby. Cameron and she's adorable and she's got Blake and you know when we lived in Santa Monica we took walks on the beach together all the time and we were single or we had boyfriends here and there but we always talked about the same we wanted this we have the same values we're family oriented and wanting kids and Moms, yeah yeah and we got it and we got it Courtney I know we always talk about it but I still wish we lived in the same town we'd be doing beach walks like Courtney we used to do beach walks like to start our day and then we would end our day like with a bottle of wine it was amazing like yes. like we did our own thing during the day we were busy you know doing things but I feel like that was like the that was the, we were living the dream out there in Santa Monica. It was like so fun. Oh, I miss those days. Oh, I really do. It was like the best time in life. We'd like go for a walk and then like jump in the ocean and, you okay, know. Drink. You love that green drink. Yeah, I love that green drink. I got to start that back up. I was like a little bit more of a hippie when I lived in Santa Monica. Everything's so much healthier there. How annoying. I, know. Um, I had that mac and cheese. I like that mac and cheese at that spot. Remember that one with the oh. with the Oh my God. I know. Li- I think it's like the library. Or it's like a coffee shop. That was, I like their tuna melt, which by the way, after a night oh. out of drinking, ugh, oh. who orders the tuna melt? We need a this day. girl. Hey, <laughs> let's like, let's do, I'm not kidding, Courtney. You tell me when I, I'm so sad. I missed your big 40th birthday. I was in England working. I feel like I miss it all because of my job. And it's so sad. It's like, it's more important to Amy. Just bought a big oh. house. That's way more important. You get these opportunities. You got to take them. I would 
you know, never, ever. Well, Amy, you've surprised me like for every birthday. Like she is the best friend possible. A 40, what a big, what a big deal. Your wedding, what a big deal. Like these are two things that you don't miss as a best friend. And I still like to this day kick myself, but you know, I I'm going to fly like, out there. I'm going to surprise you. I, I was going to say, let's do a day. We love lobster. We love yeah. our nails done. We love laying at the beach and doing nothing. Literally, I have crack nails right now. You could do nothing with. Yeah, me too. You could literally do nothing with and like, it's the best time, you know? I don't know. Yeah. We like to have fun and get a little wild and laugh like our asses off, but like we can also lay in bed all day and just watch reality TV and shows. What are you watching right now? Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I need oh something God. new. Well, I just started. Well, I did the I did the New York Housewives. I think it's a ten out of ten. I really like the people. <sighs> okay, I gotta get on that. Yes, I haven't watched I was- a single one. Oh yeah, I watch them all. And then um, I'm watching. I started Love Island because you know I just like to watch what's what's happening right now. <laughs> um, I don't love the cast. I'm like ugh, they brought on. The, you know, it was kind of predictable to me on who is, you know, going to It's gotta be you know, interesting for you to watch because you do it and you know the behind the scenes. I know, but I watch as a viewer. I really am so good at like taking myself. Everyone always laughs at me at my job. They're like, Amy, because I do. I like, I like, I'm like, let people be authentically themselves and like, and, and you get better TV that way, you know? And so some things that feel predictable as a year, just like, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Of course, saw that coming. Virgin is gonna go home. Sorry, if that's a spoiler, but like, yeah. So, what else am I watching? I mean, night. I can't watch TV at night with my husband. We fall asleep. It sucks. Like, Same. we're too tired. It's impossible at this point. But I, I don't know. We have a newborn. Um, I loved Queer Ultimatum. Uh, love that. I'm trying to get uh Xander on the podcast. She oh, said yes. What? Yeah. Queer Ultimatum. It's such good TV, Amy. Oh, my goodness. Um, The Jury Duty. I just watched that. Have you seen that? Oh, my God. I'm, I'm right in the middle of it. I need to finish. That's funny, by the way. I, I thought it was, like, so funny. He had such high likability. I'm like, is this real? Um, yeah, gosh, he did. I, I don't discriminate from shows. So I'm I'm watching them all. Um, I love The Summer I Turned Pretty. It's a little bit, like, young for me, but the guys are so hot. <laughs> Okay. They're like two brothers. It's on Prime. The new season just came out. Is it um, scripted? Yeah. 
it is. Oh. So it's not reality TV, but um, oh, cute. Are, how cute are those guys? Adorable. It's like wow. light and fluffy. Sometimes I like a little like more hallmarky stuff, like just to like feel good, give you a little. I, I love a, a good feel good. Honestly, like I can't do those. Like I'm the worst. Like with murder podcasts and stuff, like I will listen, but I can't mm-hmm. watch because then I think it's going to happen to me. But does I had get to- in your psyche. Well, Amy could, does. could take somebody down. Like walk it, if you walk too close to Amy Bean, she's going to check you. I'm like wrong ass motherfucker. But like. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I I just don't like it in my head because then I think my head, you know, I do think I'm in a, you know, a true crime show. It's just like, it's awful. My husband's like, you need to calm down. <laughs> I'm yes. like, that person looked at us weird. What the fuck's wrong with them? You know? That's what I love about you because I'm the same way. I'm like, no, we need to get them. This is a, so I, I wanted to tell the Paris story. Remember when we were in Switzerland, which by the way, we got massages every day. It was so great. It was like the last overnight date. And uh, we we were like, can we go to Paris? And they're like, no. Oh, <laughs> we were, no. Remember that? Remember? It? And and I was like, Amy, ask if we can take the train to Paris. Because that was the last overnight. And I did. Date. I'm like, and, fuck, that's a great idea. <laughs> and they were like, no, you can't leave the country. What's wrong with you? I can't even tell you what happened with Ashley Fraser and I. Like, honestly. What we- happened? Oh, you guys got spoiled, didn't you? No, she she was fi- final three for Sean Lowe's season, and we were in Thailand together. And, you know, after she got broken up with, we had to stay on the island for a couple weeks, and she was distraught, okay? Mm. I'm trying to do things every day with her. I'm like, what are we doing? So I – and she's a talker. I love her so much, but we were both like, fuck. I was like – I called, you know, my boss, and I was like, hey, can we go to Bali, one of those silent retreats? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what is wrong with you, Amy? Why do you ask the shit? And I'm like, because you, you know, you never She's know. She's upset. What she needs some Every, zen. Yeah, she needs the zen. That's right. Um, but no, we went kayaking. Um, and the sand, like we went way out. I think we saw a pirate. We were like topless. It was like kind of amazing. <laughs> like raining, you know, that hot rain out there. It was fun. And then we turn around and I see these dogs in the middle of the ocean. I'm like, what in the hell are they doing? You know, I'm like, what is, what is this? And this fucking sand barge came in. And so now we can't even get back to our hotel. So we've got to pull a canoe on a. <laughs> so her, Ashley and I are just like pulling this canoe. I'm like, fuck it, leave it. You know, we got to swim back. We'll just tell the workers to come get it because I can't pull this thing. It was like impossible. We're exhausted. We're dehydrated. But I have this like waterproof phone case, right? Well, you need that in your life. Yeah, definitely. But I put all of our phones in it. She got her phone back, put all of our phones in it. And then we um, we swim across the <laughs> thing. And it, like, honestly, it's like a, a really crazy current. And I don't know why I had one of the oars with me. So I like, I stand up and I'm like in this quicksand and I'm like, grab the oar. <laughs> she grabs the <laughs> Fucking people on the Docker, like watching us. I'm like, someone help us. Like, we are struggling, clearly. Hello, but- look alive. Yeah, we eventually got in and I open up that phone case and it's like covered in water. All of our phones are just done. I'm like, oh my, I'm in so much trouble. I've got to call somebody. Which, by the way, Amy's very responsible, but she's fun. She's like the funnest person in the world and the hardest working person in the world. Yeah, I appreciate you. I'm like, I got to keep her distracted. So you got to do things. <laughs> You know, but of course, like my, my luck is like, we, you know, our phones get hammered. So yeah, but we I- were in North shore and we were, it just happened to go to North shore together and it was like pipeline. And 
Amy and I meet these surfers and we're like, they're like legit in the competition. We're like sitting there with them. This massive wave comes up and Amy, I see we're sitting on this blanket and we like grab the blanket. It happens in slow-mo. Amy's phone just like twirls into the ocean and gets swept out to sea. (laughs) Yeah. I remember that one guy, Jesse, he's like, I could take you to get a new phone. I'm like, I don't want to go with you. I want to go with him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. We just lived our best lives. It was so fun. And you know what? Happily married. I am like obsessed with my husband. It's so cute, you guys. She is obsessed with her husband, but he's also obsessed with you too. How long have you guys been married now? Um, (laughs) We're very different, you know. Um, We're coming up on five years. We're going to Hawaii in August for our five-year anniversary. But I've known them forever, you know. I produced that relationship. I got I got (laughs) Let me tell you, um, I basically, like I saw him at a party. I had a boyfriend at the time and he, I think had a girlfriend, but he was visiting, um, my boyfriend's house. Like they, he was a baseball player and all of his best friends were baseball players. And I'm like, who's that guy? You know, he's 22. He looks like Nick, Nick Lachey or something. Like, I was like, Oh, this guy's cute. Looks like he's out of a band, you know? (laughs) <laughs> charismatic. I'm like, I'm going to marry that guy. Whatever. A couple of years later, I'm not with my boyfriend and I am still friends with the baseball guys. And one of them's coming to my birthday party in San Diego. I'm like, Oh, bring that guy, Nick Larson, you know? And so they brought him, we like made out, he went back to school. So we've like always had these like sessions. Um, and then the second to last session, I thought, Oh my God, this is it. Like he's taking on family trips. I'm staying at his parents' house. Cause he lived at home. Um, so I was like, you know, we're we're basically together. So I asked him, I was like, so are we official? And he was like, Oh no, I'm not like ready. You know? And I was like, what? Okay. I I have a nice life. And so remember I made that room up. I was like, he's gay. I'm like, he he doesn't like me. He must be gay. You know what a narcissist I am. But honestly, poor guy. I remember for, for eight years too. So we were like 22 at the time. And he would like be in my neighborhood and be like, Hey, I'm in your neighborhood. I'm like, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. And and then me and that guy I really liked, we broke up mm-hmm. and I posted on Instagram, like a oh, new season, new leaves or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to do something cryptic. Like I'm on yeah. the market. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Here I am. I'm available. Well, Nick Larson saw the signal and he, he like swept, he like came in basically. And I was like, oh my God, you know, this is like fine, you know, rebound. He's hot. And we were both he turned, he was 30. I was 29. And he basically was like, Amy, you know, everything's changed. Like, I can't stop thinking about you. I have my own job. I have my own house now. And honestly, everything, remember how quickly that happened? Yes. Just- I remember. And I remember, I love the story when you're the guy that you liked who actually ended up dating somebody from Bachelor Nation who sh- he shall not be named, but you <laughs> came home from, it was like around Valentine's Day and you were goo goo gaga about Nick. And I remember when I met you, you were like, I'm going to marry Nick Larson. Like it was always a topic of conversation. Yeah. So when he came back in the picture, I was like, yeah, but he was like showing up for you in all the right ways. And I you, I think he dropped you off one morning and there was like a gift on your doorstep from the ex and, and you're like, I don't know what this is. And she throws it in the dumpster. <laughs> but of course there's like a card and you had to know what it said. Then I go back to the dumpster and I'm like, what did this ex want? You know, and dove like- in. Yeah, it was like all my favorite things. And I'm like, oh, but you know, that was not going to work out. You snooze, you lose. Yeah, Nick was ready. And honestly, we wanted the same things. Like, remember, we always said that, like, you want to, you want to be somebody that wants the same things that you do. You like wants kids soon, wants to be married, wants to be married forever. You know, divorce isn't in my life. Like, I don't have divorce in my family, thank God. And either does he. And so I think for us, it's like, you're very family oriented, both of you. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're working through it. (laughs) Better or for worse. Um, But I do think, I'm like, don't you want to wake up and make your partner happy? I feel like the day that I, God forbid, I do have to get divorced one day, I'm down. You know, it's like, I would be happy. No, I'm, I'm, and same with him. I was like, if I don't make you happy one day, you let me know. Like, right. You know, I know your worth, though. Like, you bring a lot to the table, Amy. You like do so many thoughtful things. You cook, you like, you really do it all. You know, sometimes I'm like, you just got to kick your feet up, you know, you're telling. Oh, you need to know their love language, like, right? Do you know your guy's love language? Oh, yeah, I totally do. Yeah. Like if I make him like a meal, it's like the last supper. It's like the best thing right. ever. He's like, this is the best scrambled egg I've ever had. And it's I think it was he was single for so long, you know? And like, I think he loves like, that's like one of them. Right. And then obviously physical touch. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Does he like that? But his love language is gift giving to me. And like, he just bought me a Louis Vuitton wallet for my birthday. And I'm like, oh my God, like he's so thoughtful. But like, that's never been my love language. But like, I can tell like it means a lot to him. Like he'll be like, he was like, did you move into your wallet yet? And I'm like, oh, not yet, but I will. Uh, What about you? What's Nick? Remember, you used to have the wallet. And so he probably was like, oh, she likes nice things. Yeah. And I lost on our first date. I lost my Louis Vuitton makeup bag. I was like, oh, God, this is going well. So I went to the bathroom to like touch (laughs) myself up and I left it in there and Mm -hmm. it's like dive bar. And so he bought your makeup. I would die. And Dead. so he bought me that for Christmas. He bought me the Louis Vuitton like makeup bag. And I was like, I that was like awesome. so five years ago. Like I he calls me secretly and he's like, All right, tell me the dates that you can come surprise Courtney. I'm like, Bridget, you are the coolest. Like I always tell Nick, I'm like, hello, take a hint, you know. But Nick, yeah, acts of service is the way he likes to be loved. So I'm like, if I make him breakfast and prepare his lunches <laughs> for the week, I can do anything, you know. It's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he likes a blowjob here and there. Like I completely <laughs> So I know how to, I know how to get what I want with that's him. That's good for you. Cause that's something that's like work, you know, and that's inspiring and you definitely keep it spicy. Yeah. You got to have fun. I think like, well, I love that you said like, I always have to flirt. Like you're like, you know, I flirt. You. the two things in my marriage, I told Nick this, I'm like, I want to flirt and fuck for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> if I'm doing that with you. Then what am I doing being married? Like let's flirt always. And you know, Nick is very, he's, he's fun, but he, there's a right place and a right time to have mm-hmm. fun for him. For me, I want to have fun all the time. <laughs> and <laughs> that's what I love about you. Cause, cause you really do. And you bring I'm, that level of humor and fun. Yeah. I'm like, life should be exciting and just have a good time. And so like, sometimes I'm like, loosen up, like, let's have a little, like, you know, I always get him. I always get him a little bit, but I think, I, I, I think a good analogy for him and I is that like, he's, He's the weight and I'm the balloon, you know, like I think I am could fly away, but I'm not ever going to. (laughs) Well, you build a beautiful family together and from going on the show to creating this incredible career, um, you know, you and I talked about when we lived in Santa Monica, starting a podcast called The Broadcast. And so I'd love to have you as a regular Amy. And I know her little daughter's uh, Cameron's napping now. So I know that time is valuable. Like I'm going to I have a little time to myself, so I'm going to go watch my shows, and I maybe I'll try the New York one. What'd you say? Oh, maybe I'll go oh. start the New York Housewives. I haven't gotten into them. I just don't know if I can relate, you know? Yeah, they're all, like, super rich, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't really. Must be nice. I know. We're like, oh, God, I can't, wish I could spend that much money on clothes. I just physically can't, but no, I love – this is like a chat. I love hanging with you. You're on – this is maybe our quality time that we used to have that we don't get anymore. So I'm happy to come back. Thanks for sharing your stories, Amy, and we will have you back soon. Have a great day, mama. Bye.
All right, all right. That's our show. Thanks for stopping by Courtney's Corner. And a huge thanks to my best friend, Amy Bean. The best thing to come out of the Bachelor franchise for me personally. Isn't she a hoot and a half? Can't wait to have her back on. I definitely want to pry a little bit more and get some production secrets and hear about all the fun shows she's working on, celeb encounters, etc. So, all right. Thanks for tuning in. Until next week, I'm your host, Courtney Robertson, and this has been Courtney's Corner.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.